Hey guys, welcome back for episode 12 of the Eats and Iron podcast. This is the podcast where Kess and I give our raw and unbiased opinions on all things fitness and nutrition related. Because <laughs> that always gives me the weirdest looks whenever I have to do the intro. Actually, we both do that to each other. You like don't segue it into anything. You're just like, here you are. We're live. Yeah. On to you, Kessa. <laughs> <laughs> back to you. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even started, but back to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's some clouds out here, possible chance of rain. Yeah, that's literally what back you to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I look at you because I mean, I wouldn't say that you're like hard to have a conversation with, but sometimes when we're doing this, I'm like, do you not know how conversations <laughs> just flow? No. Like I watched that podcast with Courtney King this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was listening to what they were saying, mm -hmm. but one thing that I was really paying attention to is like, wow, like first of all, there were there weren't any cuts. Like the conversation just flew, like flewed, flowed. The conversation flewed. I don't know. It just it flowed. What? Flowed. That's is that <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. But flewed, eh? <laughs> I if anyone, if for anyone that's wondering, flowed plural is flewed. <laughs> But no, just like a I group was just, of geese is meese. I was very impressed with how it just seemed really natural. And I guess like even on Call Her Daddy, she says that she like FaceTimes or like does a Zoom call with her guests before she has them on the show. So it's not like awkward or like you yeah. can have that kind of like you can sense that like first time meeting someone kind of talk. Mm. But Fua doesn't do that on his podcast. He just like right there throws them in yeah just right in there really yeah he does a pretty good job though oh yeah you know one other thing that i really tried to pay attention to with this podcast was paying attention because it's the revive podcast yeah yeah that's what it's called anyways it's a male podcast like is that the owner of revive no who is he he just like works like for oh he revive. just works for it well he's basically the, the host yeah he like hosts that podcast and he's male yeah. So I was trying, trying to listen to how like monotone he was or how like enthusiastic he got with mm -hmm. his like questions and stuff like that. And because I'm always so hard on Kate about those things. Like I'm like, <laughs> you need to sound more happy and like more positive and like don't be so monotone because he can be <laughs> so monotone, especially when you're like talking to Kate in person. Like you just say that you're shy. But are you? I don't know. I, I Sometimes I am. It just like depends. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's more so like I just don't like, I just don't really show like a lot of emotion towards like people. You don't show emotion, period. Well, and but I'm, we're talking about like interacting with people specifically. Yeah. So that's why I said that. But it's like, I don't know. I'm not like necessarily like shy, but I'm just like not like super outgoing if like I don't know somebody. Yeah. I guess. But then like if I know someone even a little bit, like I'll. Be like a bit more outgoing but i mean my like personality is i like to like bug people and like stuff like that and like joke around with them and everything so it's like if i was doing that to like people that didn't know me they'd be like who the fuck is this asshole <laughs> this guy's a fucking dick yeah i guess some people are right like like that right off the hop and yeah. then and you know everyone always thinks they're a dick well, I don't know. I think it just kind of comes off as very, like, confident in who you are. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, not when you're, like, bugging and making fun of people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, what's new with you? <laughs> okay, well, speaking of making fun of people. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm not making fun of someone, but Bronwyn, my cousin, she bought those TikTok leggings. Have you seen them? For the last time. <laughs> if there's anything related to TikTok, I haven't seen it. I'm like an old person. Okay. Well, you should even like Google it or like look it up on your phone. Seriously. So it's like just these like, I don't know, viral TikTok leggings, which are basically just sewn in a certain way that is supposed to like accentuate the booty and like the material kind of looks like fishnet almost. Okay. So like really, really exaggerates. Yeah. Your butt. But Bronwyn bought them and bought like hot pink ones. And like. This isn't even like TikTok. I've seen people being wearing like stuff like this kind of before. But maybe just kind of like making a little bit of like a comeback or something. Well, there's definitely like the booty scrunch. But this is like. Yeah, it's kind of Ass crack scrunch. (laughs) Yeah, but like your (laughs) pants have like a physical like pattern when you like touch it kind of almost, eh? Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about though, Kane. Yeah, It's all about like the booty. And so- Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Bronwyn They look ridiculous a little bit. I mean, if you have a nice butt, they look really good. And they can make a lot of people's butts look nice. Yeah. But Bronwyn like put them on and I saw her- I didn't see her going to the change room or really- But I just saw her walking away and like the first thing I noticed was her leggings because they're like- highlighter right in her butt and yeah like right up her crack (laughs) and she like she just walked away a little bit and then i was like i was training my client so i was like trying to pay attention to my client Uh and then all of a sudden i see bronwyn walk out of the change room wearing different leggings and she comes up to me like interrupts my client's set and she was like i don't know if you saw me before but i was wearing those tiktok leggings she's like i needed to take them off (laughs) And then this lady walks out of the change room and she like looks at Bronwyn and kind of gives like a half smirk. And then Bronwyn's like, that lady's making fun of me. She saw me change out of those legs. <laughs> but Bronwyn was like, I couldn't do that. They were right up my ass. <laughs> well, maybe she's got like a different color, like something more discreet, like black or something instead well, of like hot pink. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Which color is going to pop the most? <laughs> well, yeah. And then it's like, it, it's like designed yeah. to make your butt yeah, pop. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like your she butt. got a double whammy of yeah, like color I mean. pop and like ass crap Well, yeah. Pop. Like the color of the pants is going to immediately draw people's attention. Yeah. And then it's like, your butt's essentially so then anyone's no. staring right at your pink butt. But I'm not even kidding. Like, I think she lasted 30 seconds on the floor wearing those leggings. Yeah. And then she went into the change room and she, like, changed into, like, black leggings. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and she's like, I can't believe I bought those. <laughs> kind of feel bad for her. But I've actually seen other girls at the gym wearing those same TikTok leggings. But I've seen them, like, like a, it's like a black underneath and then, like, white fishnet kind of i don't know how other i feel like i've maybe seen them before or something Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. not gonna lie thought about it but (laughs) you're gonna take the hot pink ones off her hands or what (laughs) no (laughs) i have so many leggings i literally do not need any more yeah you don't yeah seriously (laughs) and it's short season anyways yeah trying to get kessa to wear shorts more she's not like much of a shorts person in general yeah so i'm like trying to get her to wear shorts a bit more but the thing is, like, when you're a girl and you're going to wear shorts, like, you have to have your legs shaved. Like, I'm sorry. No one wants to see your, like, prickly or, like, hairy legs. So, at least, like, not mine. And then, when you do shave, you get fucking razor burn. And then your legs are red and bumpy. Yeah, but, like, you're, like, the upper part of your leg doesn't get very hairy or anything. Yes, it does. Hmm. It's not like it's it all grows the same. And yeah, the upper part of my leg gets the worst razor burn. Yeah, but it's not like noticeable like the hair. I mean. 
Yeah, I guess it's like pretty light. You can do what I do. Just buzz it. No. Thank you for the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing that. (laughs) You don't want to be twins? No. Do you want to be twins? Whatever. You wouldn't care if my legs were that hairy. No, your legs aren't going to be hairy. I meant like buzz it off so it's not like a razor burn. Mm. (laughs) How am I going to give you like a hair transplant and give you my leg hair? No, 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 no. I just thought you wanted me to grow my hair out so that it's that long. And then buzz it. No, I'm I'm just saying like buzz it like so then it's just it doesn't leave the razor burn. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I just buzz it. My hair. I've been trying to. So and like I've been like burn. self-tanning a lot. That's a very big confidence booster. If you want to wear shorts, make sure your legs are tan. But and I just like use a self-tanner. And that's actually I quite I don't mind it as much if I have self-tanner. I find those things smell so like goofy. Yeah, they all do. Such a, like well, it's like even like spray tans and stuff, kind of smells like similar. Really? Spray yeah. tan? Yeah. Like when you put like your self-tanner on, it just makes you think of like spray tans. Mm. Yeah. It must be some chemical that they have to use in order to yeah. accomplish that. Yeah, that would make sense. But it's so crazy. I was actually talking to my client about this today because she loves shopping at Sephora and like she spends like $300 per purchase at Sephora and Sephora has a lot of self-tanners and – um. She was like telling me about all these tanners that I should try using because I was running low on mine. But then I found an old self-tanner in my closet and I really want to work on using up old products that I have before purchasing similar products and then just kind of like hoarding makeup goods anyways and so i just remember like all these self-tanners that my client has recommended to me are like so expensive and i'm like okay i like being tanned but like i don't think i like being tanned that much yeah and um it's so funny because the tanner that i found is just like jergens like whatever natural glow or something like that and this is like the most old school tanning lotion and it's so cheap like you just get it at like walmart or like you can get a shopper's drug mart or whatever. And it's so cheap and it's like a lotion and it actually works so good. And I've been using it because I want to use it up and I'm actually super impressed. Well, so there you go. If you want to get tan for the summer, hit up Walmart <laughs> or your local shoppers. I was actually thinking like, do you think Jergen's you would ever ad? use something like that or no? I was actually going to say uh, that's like the worst. That's like the one thing that I don't look forward to if I like – in terms of like uh like competing in like bodybuilding or anything mm-hmm. like that is like having to get the self tanner. Mm-hmm. I just know I'm going to absolutely hate it. Why? Because, you don't feel it. Oh, I just I just feel like I'm not gonna want to like touch anything. I don't want anything to like touch me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like just I just well, won't like it. I'll be gonna feel so uncomfortable like having it on my and, skin. Well, you're just thinking of like the after, but have you thought about the during, like when they're when you're getting it put on you? Yeah, that's gonna be even worse, probably. Well, so we were kind of talking about this at your mom's yesterday. Like you and my mom. Oh, all of us were talking about this. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Apparently, but I was thinking in terms of I wanted to bring it up in terms of what you would have to do in order to actually get the spray tan. But I didn't really want to talk about that, like around your mom and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, you would literally be butt naked, Kate. Yeah, you just put a sock over your yeah over your goods. You're comfortable with that. It's whatever. You don't care. No, that doesn't bother me. 
That part doesn't bother you. No, I, I just know I'm going to feel uncomfortable with like the tan on me. Like that's what I'm like thinking about. Or like the fact that like I'm like going to have to put like clothes on after. I just feel it like I'm going to be so uncomfortable. I, it dries. I don't know. It just spray tans make me feel like I'm going to feel uncomfortable. You've you know? never gotten one. I have never had one. No, never. But I just, just a feeling I get. <laughs> when I used to look at them, I'm like, ah, you know what so you should be nervous about is the what? fact that you've been sweating profusely lately. Like your sweat is just out of control. No, and yes, a, it is. only like my armpits. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Your armpits. And so if you were to get a spray tan yeah, and, it was and like then just dripping. Oh, and then like having like a little drip. You have on. to, you have to keep in mind though too. Like there's multiple factors that are like attributing to that. Like, um, so like I tried taking like Yohimbine, which like makes you sweat and it actually activates like a particular pathway that makes you sweat more. It does. Yeah. In the you body. You research this? Yeah, like I was listening to a guy talk about it. Oh. Um, was this before or after you took it? Well, after. Oh. And so that made me think of like why I've been like continuing like continuing to sweat because I'm generally like a very like not sweaty person like at all. Yeah, like Buddy would go on the stair climber for like 45 minutes with a t-shirt and a hoodie on and wouldn't even crack a pit stain. Well, I probably still wouldn't. What? Hardly, like – Still hardly, but like that's the only place I've been sweating. Um, and I think that that is what kind of started the whole thing. And then I'm also like a lot heavier now too. So like my body weight is like – my body's bigger, so it's like sweating more. Mm-hmm. So like once you're so lean, like you're just cold all the time. Like I probably wouldn't even be able to get warm enough to like sweat as much oh. as well. Like my body would be f- cold. But you don't think that in your prep you would take some kind of like thermogenic? You like- would, but like you're not taking it the day you're showing stuff like that. And so, and like generally your body's like going to cool down really fast because you have no uh, body fat. So you're yeah. just freezing all the time. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because the podcast that I was just talking about earlier was with Courtney King mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she retired yeah, from her bodybuilding body when she was 24. And you're 24 and like you're just getting into it. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Well, like mostly like most people who are like, you know, like pros and like professionals and stuff get into it when they're like 16, 17, 18. And like that's when they start like getting into it more so and stuff like that. Yeah. I didn't even know like anything about bodybuilding really or anything like that when I was even like that old, to be honest. I mean, I was still playing like sports and stuff. So. That was like my main focus, but like, I don't even think I knew any, the only bodybuilder I probably knew was like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something like that. Yeah. Like I didn't know really any bodybuilders. Like I had seen lots of pictures of bodybuilders or like things like that. Yeah. Like on the internet or like, you know, magazines and stuff. And like, I was like, oh, that looks fucking sick. But like, I didn't know anything about it or like anything. Yeah. So who do you think was the first like... Besides Arnold, was the yeah. first bodybuilder that you maybe were like shown and then actually expressed interest and then maybe started following their journey. I would say like when I met you, you, you are like a monumental tipping point for like a lot of the things that I've like become more interested in over the past like five or six years or whatever. Oh, yeah. 
Because like I never watched YouTube before I met Kessa. <laughs> Not honestly, probably never one time. What? I didn't even know how to work YouTube. Never went on it. Never oh, watched yeah. video. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I did like I think one time I tried to learn like the soldier boy dance on YouTube. Oh my god. <laughs> but uh because I wanted to like do it at like the school dance in elementary oh, school. So sick. So I was like, I gotta practice first. I don't wanna <laughs> mess it up in front of everybody. But um yeah, so like I didn't watch videos or like anything, didn't know anything about anything really. Just like stuck to like He was a nobody without well, me. Just like stuck to the things <laughs> that I knew. Like I didn't like really use technology or like stuff like that. Like I was never like the person who like on my phone a ton. Yeah. Only just to text people. Like that's really it. Like I didn't go on Instagram or Facebook and stuff that much. Like I literally used my phone just to communicate with other humans. We got it. So but when I started um dating kessa originally kessa was like all into like the original like og like fitness youtubers and stuff like that i had no idea about any of that stuff well and like we're talking like christian Tri- guzman yeah. nikki blacketter steve cook even yeah um max tuning even then i mean he wasn't really bodybuilding um, but i don't think i watched max at, at first no no like russell ori i found after like watching like christian and stuff like that um I was just obsessed of, and absolutely. Yeah, Christian Gibson was definitely like a big one. And Nikki. Well, yeah, Kim. you were like obsessed with like Nikki and stuff. And you yeah. actually were like pretty into Buff Bunny back then as well. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you were. In, and you were, I think you watched, uh, what's that chick's name? She's married to the Gymshark dude now. Oh, Robin. Robin. Yeah. Back when like her and Jeff Nippard were together, like used yeah. to watch their, watch their stuff. I think I was just fascinated with her because she was Canadian. Yeah, you thought she was cool because she was Canadian. Yeah. But so anyway, so like that was like the first thing that really got me more into the actual like bodybuilding scene mm-hmm. of like people who like actually like compete and like all of that kind of stuff. Because before that, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And also like working at gyms and stuff like that too. Like right out of high school, I worked at like Gold's Gym and stuff like that. So I would like see people who were like, training for like comps and stuff like that right especially at that gym yeah especially at that gym like even like some of the trainers and mm-hmm. like stuff like so that's like how i kind of got introduced to it and so i thought that it was like kind of cool and stuff but again i didn't know much about it and i was like focused on playing sports right and everything um and then like when i started working at popeyes then i got even more into the like getting to know like bodybuilding and stuff because like, you know, Popeye's is sponsored like bodybuilding shows. Yeah. And like, so we would like go to like the shows. And, and like, again, Kate only got the job at Popeye's because of me. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, but I got you a job at Popeye's later. So yeah. we're even. <laughs> but then we would like go to the shows um, and like we'd be like handing out people their prize bags and stuff at like the bodybuilding shows. I mean, granted, honestly, none of the people look that good, but um it kind of yeah like kind of like got me more into it and like introduced to it and stuff which kind of made me more interested i guess yeah and then i've been like following bodybuilding a lot more like ever since then and getting like way into depth with it like you're way deeper into it than i am now well so the big thing with me is like once i get into something like i'm like obsessed with it Mm -hmm. it was the same thing when i first found football like i became obsessed with it and that's only thing i would like watch or talk about or like listen to or anything yeah so now it's like become that with like bodybuilding because i needed to find something that was gonna like feed my like competitive side 
And so like what I need is I need to consume as much knowledge as I can find. And I, all I do is I just want to like learn about it and like learn the history and the intricacies and everything. And I want to just know everything about everything. So I just become like consumed with like learning about things when I become like more interested in them like that. Yeah. Yep. And you've been like doing lots of, I guess, like research in a sense, like from every kind of aspect that you can learn because you read books, like you read like old school bodybuilding books. Yeah, like those are kind of cool. You listen to the po- like podcasts about this kind of stuff and yeah. where else do you get in- information like YouTube, well, I guess? Yeah. Like I, well, I follow like a lot of the bodybuilding community now, and like even more so more recently over like the past like year. And, like, listening to the podcasts and stuff, having, like, different, like, people on it, like, just expands my knowledge of, like, the people in the industry. It's kind of, like, to me, I look at it like the, like, a football league or, like, another sports league Mm. where it's, like, I want to know all the players, all the coaches, like, all, like, everything like that. So, it's kind of the same thing. So, like, I'll, like, follow the shows and, like, okay, who's, like, really good? I don't follow all the divisions or anything, but I'll follow, like, most of the men's stuff or whatever. That's actually really cool how you can draw that kind of parallel between like football and bodybuilding because I never would have thought of it like that. And like I always remember how almost like scary it is how you like know every football player and like what their number is and what their last name is and you <laughs> their know stats yeah like everything I how tall they are how the, much they weigh and, I still know all that stuff and too. it's like now you're starting to learn that low about like competitors yeah like I'm getting a lot more into the competitors and stuff and like who's competing, who's really good, you know. What makes them really good, like what are their strong suits, stuff like that. Yeah, and like I feel like I'm getting a lot more of a grasp on like like even just being able to look at a physique and being like, oh, this looks really good or like, oh, maybe this guy's missing this little thing here and here and things like that. So I'm just like learning more about like the sport in general kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Also kind of like scary almost how obsessed you get with things. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It's just like my nature. You also needed something to replace football with when you were done playing it. Yeah. Cause otherwise I just like almost just fester. Well, yeah. And like, I'm thinking like, what if you got like obsessed with like video games or something? Like how much different would you be? Yeah. I mean, there's, for me. Yeah. I don't know. Like I have to be interested in it. Like I feel like with video games, like me just thinking about it, I only really like playing sports games anyway. So it's like, I already know all the people and stuff. And when I was younger playing the video games actually helped me learn more of the people in the league. Mm. Cause I, I would be able to tell you like the fourth string (laughs) receiver on like whichever team, like, cause yeah. Well, what if you got into like esports or something like that? That would be crazy. Yeah. I guess that'd be crazy. But like if you actually watch people play like Madden or like actual sports games, even like online, like, against other people at like high levels and stuff like you know like glitches and like cheat plays and all this other oh. stuff and there's like certain plays that are glitches in the game and like all that blowing mm. and stuff i just like playing against like people yeah like friends and stuff or whatever or like i mean you haven't played a really long time. i haven't played video games in years like maybe like once in the past or twice i think in the past like four years maybe yeah yeah Ever since you made me sell my Xbox. <laughs> you needed the money. <laughs> yeah, I needed the money at the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not really a big video games guy. Just because like 
I'll get like ups- I'll like, get like consumed by like wanting to like play the game. Yeah, except you. I guess you do actually play football on your phone all the time. Yeah. Well, now that I have now, I can play it on my phone. I play it sometimes. I don't play it as, oh, excuse as much me. all the time. Kate, you play it every single day. Not every day. Yes, you do. Nah, yes, day. you do. You'll <laughs> They're quick. Like, it's only like three minutes. It doesn't matter. It's every day. Nah. Oh, yes, it is. There's some breaks once in a while. <laughs> but it's just like fun. Like gives me a little bit of a outlet to like play that game mm-hmm. or whatever. Gives me a little, makes me, helps me scratch the itch. What do you get out of knowing like their stats or like with bodybuilders? Like what do you know about, what do you get out of that? <sighs> I don't even know. Like I just, I've become obsessed with like everything about like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know everything. I don't know. I feel like if I know everything, then like I'll be better at it. Than that thing. person? Than anybody. Like if I know every, if I know more than everybody else about this one thing, like there's a good, like there's no way I can be like bad at doing that thing. All right. Like step aside, Chris <laughs> Bumstead for the Olympia 2020. One. 2028 <laughs> see you there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seven years from now maybe You're i'll be like 31 oh wait 32 prime bodybuilding years right there is it really yeah like the prime age for like bodybuilding is like your early 30s early to mid 30s is like peak bodybuilding time mm. generally speaking like that's more so for like the open bodybuilders but just like, because, like, at that point, like... Because it takes, like, you at least, like, 10 years to build enough muscle to be good, basically. Yeah, yeah. But with, like, classic physique and, like, even, like, especially, like, men's physique, like, guys are, like, like you know, killing it at, like, 20-something. But to be fair, actually, the guy who won men's physique last year and then two years ago is, like, 40. He looks oh. like he's, like, 21. And, like, they only separate you based on your... Height. And weight? um no dip well no 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 like so for open there's no weight limit so you can be as big as you want for men's physique there's a weight limit based on your height so you're divvied up by height gotcha and then men's physique there's no weight limit. what i'm getting at is they don't separate you by your age no like i mean there is like master's divisions and stuff so like once you do get to a certain age you could switch over to masters but like Mm. i mean Phil Heath, he's like Mr. Olympia like seven times. Like he's like 41 or two only. He's probably not going to compete again. Sean Roden, who won in 2018, is like mid 40s and stuff. Like Dexter Jackson was 50 and he competed last year. Wow. Yeah, he's like like defied like time because most guys around like 40 to 42 is when most guys kind of hang it up. Right. But I mean, to be fair, even too, like even Brianna Ainsley, like he's like the. He won classic physique twice, and then he lost to Chris Bumstead two years in a row. So second place. Well, actually, he was third place this year. But anyway, he's like 42. But the dude looks like, not even joking, looks like he's like like 28 or like 30. How? I don't know. Black don't crack. I don't know. He's got really good skin. Jesus Christ, Kate. He's got good skin, and I don't know. He's got like good genetics for like youthfulness skin and stuff. Oh, he takes care of his skin. No, I mean, like, he just has good genetics. Like, he just looks young. I've literally been trying to get Kate to take care of his skin. Probably all the growth hormone that they take. Really? Yeah, it makes your skin, like, look younger. Um, It's the fountain of youth. 
Well, you still need to wear your sunscreen. and I've been wearing my sunscreen. I wore it today. And you need to use the retinol and the glycolic acid that I got you. Yeah, once a week, you said. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been a week yet. <laughs> I'm trying really hard for Kate to start <laughs> taking care of his skin. I have good skin, so it's like hard for me to like... He has a good complexion, but yeah. he is in a constant frown whenever you're looking at your I'm, phone. I'm very focused. And he furrows his brows, and he has a perma wrinkle. Every guy does that. No. I honestly, ever since you like brought it up, I watched people in videos and like especially dudes, and every freaking guy does the same thing. No. I was literally watching Fuad's podcast today, and he does the same thing. He was literally interviewing this dude, and he was listening so intently. He was hand on his chin, brows fur- furrowed, or whatever the hell you said. <laughs> Like the whole time the guy was talking. Yeah. And like, it's just what guys do. And then when his eyebrows release, does he have that wrinkle? Well, I can't see. It's not like it's zoomed in. (laughs) Dude, you can see you're zoomed out. (laughs) All right, relax. I don't know about that. I do. (laughs) Sometimes if I know I've been doing it for a while, I try and like pull the skin apart. (laughs) Try and like flatten it out. That's what I always used to do. Really? That's not going to work, babe. We'll see. (laughs) For now, just stick with the retinol, okay? (laughs) What does it even do? Um, Well, it's actually, it was designed for acne. But then once people started using it and they're like, holy crap, like this helps with like everything. So it has like a lot of stuff that it helps with, but it's just like really intense. Well, how does it like help my skin though? Yours? Yeah, like what does it make my how is it gonna help with like, it's just wrinkles? Gonna, yeah, it's just gonna help with like fine lines and wrinkles and it just, smoothing them out. Was it vape, vaporize my wrinkles or something? No. Well then what does it do? It just helps to smooth them out so that they're not what, as hard. Fill them in? Oh my god. What I don't understand. It's fine. <laughs> just do it. Don't understand Okay, I'm so sore. Yeah, well your training's been like way more intense lately i feel or just like it's a lot different than what you were doing before like you were doing like yeah more like weights and now you're doing more like low-key like basically like cardio every day like kind of like hit style like training and stuff i mean you do lift like a bit of weights but you're doing like a lot more like plyometrics and body stuff like that yeah Yeah. body weight like plyometrics and stuff like that Uh, my hamstrings are destroyed I tried to demonstrate to my client like how I wanted her to stretch, like yeah. just grass sweeps. I'm like, okay, and we're just going to do our grass sweeps. And like usually I'll demonstrate. I can touch my hands to the ground when I'm like touching my toes. I literally couldn't even bend at the hip. My hip, my hamstrings are so tight. And she literally goes, oh. Like that, oh, huh? are you okay? <laughs> no, she's like, are you okay? <laughs> just crumbles to the ground. <laughs> I'm like, if you can go deeper than this, just go deeper than this. Yeah, she doesn't even bend over. Yeah. But honestly, like demonstrating stuff today, I was so sore. And it's just so crazy because when I'm doing the workouts, I'm like, ah, this is lame. And then I'll do something else. I'm like, ah, that sucks. This is lame. And then it's like the next day, I'm like, ah, I can't go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like your biggest problem is how many freaking, like you did sprints. uh, What was that yesterday? Yeah. And And then the day before I did... 30 minutes on the bike and I did a hit workout for 20 minutes. Yeah. So here's the thing is you're like, you did all of those things yesterday or two days ago. And then when you did the sprints yesterday, number one, your sprint form is like, we're working on it. (laughs) 
We, we fixed a little bit of it yesterday. Yeah. So we're, we're working on it. But you also did 18 sprints. No, I didn't. How many? You did like 18. I did. It was supposed to be 666. Yeah. And so you did 18 sprints. You literally should have like 9 or 10, maybe, or like 5 to 10, somewhere in there. Yeah. And that's why your hamstrings are destroyed because you literally did like 18. That would be a straight up and then- workout is like, like an actual like sprinter's workout. Like it might just be 18 sprints that day. Yeah. And then I did legs this morning. <laughs> I'm destroyed. But I guess I should say like it, this is not my, my workouts. I'm not like programming this. I basically bought workouts from this freaking Instagram influencer. I wouldn't even – she is smart. Like and yeah, is, she has like a – what's she have like – she has like a degree and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, Natasha Ocean. She's like a Gymshark athlete or, or she used to be a Gymshark athlete. She's big on YouTube or whatever. And the thing is, she is very smart. Like she says that everything she does is like she only takes like information from peer reviewed studies and like she anything like nutrition wise, she can conf- like confirms everything she says with like a dietitian and like, you know, mm-hmm. she's very, very educated. But so I felt very confident buying her programs and then I purchased her program and it's like the first four weeks were amazing. Was loving every single workout. I felt so good. I was really impressed with my results. And then it's like, as soon as we passed that four week time, um, kind of got stale. Yeah. Like I literally feel like now it's like, okay, I put a I just threw all of the workouts that I know into a random generator and then I hit enter and it pulls five exercises and then that's your workout. So it's like, it's just like the most random shit. And then even like back to back to back, the workouts just don't make sense. Like only now, like day to day and stuff. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm doing so much cardio and like, even like, so the week that I'm on, I'm on like week six, it was like a full body workout. And then it was upper body and hit, which I did yesterday. And then today it was supposed to be lower body. And then the workout was supposed to be like jump squats, um, hip thrust, reverse lunges, and then more sprints again today. Yes. And then today was supposed to be first 90 seconds. Like 90 second sprints. Yes, like sprinting all out for 90, a minute and a half. You can't sprint all out for a minute and a half. That's well, impossible. Tell that to Natasha Ocean. Yeah, like some of these things that you tell me that you're doing, like don't make any sense. Because like nobody can sprint all out for more than like 15 to 20 well, seconds. Well, maybe it wasn't actual like all out sprints. Maybe but it was just I'm like. Look. It was definitely sprints of some sort. Maybe it was just like jogging for 90 seconds or something. No, 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 no. Oops. I'm looking this up. And then, yeah, also this workout this morning was supposed to be jump squats. I literally just did regular barbell squats because I'm like, I do not need more fucking jumping in my life. But This is also like jumping challenge. Oh, I was supposed to do either sled runs, sled pushes, which is fucking hard, Mm -hmm. high intensity, or dead mill sprints for 90 seconds i couldn't even do her dead mill sprints for like 10 seconds no so it's like it's basically ago. the same difference it's like if you don't have a sled at your gym you can do like the dead mill where you just don't turn the treadmill on but you yeah push but the belt with i your felt feet. dead mill sprints are way easier than sled pushes because well because once you get the belt going yeah you kind of sure. will just roll yes exactly with it or whatever which is like not too bad exactly well and i mean the sled at your gym has wheels so 
How hard can it we be? We just got that. So yeah, it's like I'm, a new thing. Yeah. But no, like seriously, every single part of my body is sore. And then like demonstrating exercises for clients and stuff. I'm like, really sorry. This is not the full yeah. range of motion. <laughs> this isn't actually it, but like it gives you the idea. Yeah. But it's crazy. Like, okay, my legs are destroyed. Like my hamstrings yeah. toasted. Quads so sore. And then I'm like, core. My obliques are literally – I laughed. Even laughing right now hurts. But I did um, like high to low wood choppers on the cable. And then I had to do landmine rotations. Just absolutely killer. So my core is sore. And then even my back. What did I do for my back that my back is so sore? I was like demonstrating like a lat pull down for my client. And I'm like, wow, I can really feel these. Like, like is your light. lats – uh, sore or is it like the middle of your back it's is like sore? It's the middle of my back. Yeah, it's from the sprints. Still? From As the sprints well? yesterday. Really? Yeah, because you're actually moving your arms properly, which is right at the shoulder girdle. And so it's going to make your shoulders like really sore. Mm. Yeah, that's why my, your shoulders are sore. So your shoulders are sore, not your back. Uh, no, it's definitely. Your shoulders connect in your back. You know what? It's just everything. <laughs> my whole body. Everything is sore. Well, you got these workouts like almost like two years ago at least by now i would imagine yeah and that's but when you actually originally purchased them and then yes, you never did, did them for a bit and this then is what always happened is i started to do them and then i was like okay after like the first four weeks i'm like this is like sucks because yeah. it seems like everything is auto generated so it's just like it's not the same after a little while no, not and there's one, like not even like structure to it. it's almost like you should just start from week one again it's not one workout has been the same yeah. And I'm on week six. Like even since the beginning? I, yes. Even since the beginning, I've not done one of the same workouts. Yeah. So like that's like kind of like the one issue is because you can't get any progressive overload really. Yeah. Because if you're not repeating at least like exercises and stuff like that on a semi-regular basis, there's no way for you to like progressively overload those over time, which is, I mean, not really going to get stronger at anything. Yeah. Which – to me, like if you want to get more athletic, what I usually would recommend is to still base the part of your, like at least one part of your workout, like for weights and like progressively overloading um, with like specific movements and stuff. And you could even do like more unilateral movements and, and everything like that if you kind of want to be more athletic and progressively overload those. Mm -hmm. And then you would like incorporate a lot more like plyometric work and, yeah. you know, running and things like that that would actually make you more athletic and stuff. honestly not gonna lie like a lot of people have come up to me and been like wow your training looks like really intense yeah. or like people are like i don't know how you do like all of these workouts that are like your body weight and stuff and like i go pretty hard like i try to you know train intensely when i am at the gym yeah. and so I don't know. And then also, I guess I'm so used to training with weights and like trying to go really hard and like trying to go really heavy. And so then when you change and just go into like a completely body weight exercise, it's like you try to deliver that same kind of intensity without any weight. Well, your, your force production is going to be greater from like all the weight lifting that you're doing. And so then when you're doing it with no weight, it feels like you're putting a lot of force out because you are like your force production is a lot higher. Mm -hmm. You just, there's no resistance. The weight is the resistance. That would be holding you back technically and you don't have that. Right. With the body weight stuff. I mean, I'm definitely not like hating it. I'm really trying to just trust the process. Yeah. And like you're finish. Sticking it's to like it. 12 weeks or whatever. I'm halfway through. So yeah. just I'm just trying to trust the process and get her done and like 
see what happens by the end of it. But I am also someone who just gets so bored of stuff so fast. And so, I mean, I might as well just ride this out till I'm actually bored of it and want to change. Yeah. Well, I've been trying to convince Kessie to also try like CrossFit or something like that. Yeah. Trying to like make Kess a bit more competitive, but <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Kess doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't even care about winning. No. <laughs> it's literally like my whole focus in life is to win. Seriously. And Kess is like, it's for fun. Yeah, let's all just have fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no. I do think that CrossFit looks really cool. Yeah. And like, you know Gabby, she's like an athlete athlete, uh-huh. whatever the like the chick with the swimsuit bathe, like company. Yeah. So she started doing CrossFit. She lives in Ontario also. So she used to go to Regan Grimes gym, right? And just train strictly bodybuilding. I think she didn't have like had a personal trainer. Oh. Okay. And then she was like, This is like shitty. Like she's she was like, just bored of it. Yeah, she was like, This is not like how I want to be or like the kind of person that I want to be. And so she's like, why am I training this way? And so then she got into CrossFit and she went to a CrossFit gym for maybe two or three weeks. And then Ontario closed all of their gyms down. Oh yeah. So now she's in her, like she's in an apartment and she has um like a yoga mat kind of like a big mat and then she has a barbell and she bought a bunch of bumper plates and so now she's just literally mimicking those workouts that she was doing at crossfit and she's doing them at home now but she posted a youtube video which i think is a really good youtube video idea it's just like a week of her workouts so she films all of her workouts for a week and compiles it into one video and they were all crossfit style training because that's the kind of training that she's doing right now and i watched the video and i was like okay like I, I kind of. I, I think you'd like CrossFit just because yeah. it, there's elements of everything in CrossFit, and that's what makes it appealing to like a broader majority of people. It like draws your attention because there's something kind of for everybody there. Yeah. Like there's going to be weightlifting. I mean, it's generally like Olympic lifting, which is very technical and it's very hard. Yeah. And that's like the one thing I don't like about CrossFit is like you're throwing people into Olympic weightlifting, like. And I mean, you need like a lot good tr- amount of training for that. Okay. Um, so anyways, there's that, which is, so you do get like weightlifting and stuff like that. Um, but you also have like calisthenics and like plyometrics and like, yeah. there's a little bit of everything, you know, lots of like cardio and like sometimes and, like high intensity running. training. And, yeah. And the workouts are intense. They do a lot of rowing. Yeah. That's like a big thing. Well, if you actually watch like the CrossFit games and like professional CrossFitters, again, if I like dive into something, I kind of get into it a bit. <laughs> but actually, I was like thinking about doing CrossFit before I decided to like try bodybuilding instead. Because I was like watching all these CrossFit documentaries and I was getting like hyped up about it. And For I was like, sure. this looks so cool. Yeah. And, but then I realized I don't have the mobility to do any of the <laughs> Olympic weightlifting. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to have to try and like yeah. get limber enough to do all of that. But... um. I lost my train of you thought. lost your point <laughs> oh yeah but like even the actual like competitions and stuff they'll do um can't remember sometimes it's like a couple workouts per day mm-hmm. when they do like the professional games but the workouts will incorporate a lot of the similar types of stuff so there's lots, lots of like rowing or like pull-ups yeah. and like yeah um, handstand push-ups um Crazy. and then you have like your olympic lifting and stuff but There'll be like one day where it's just like this super crazy long distance run. Like they did one CrossFit Games was like in Dubai and they like had to run through the 
freaking desert. Yeah, that'd be cool. And like some people um, didn't bring like proper shoes or like things like that. Um, and like their feet got like burnt up and stuff in the oh sand and everything. And then there's like um, sometimes like triathlons even in like the games mm-hmm. where they'll do like uh, – well, generally it's just like the swim and the run part. I Not the bike. Think, I don't think there's any of the bike in it. See, like as you're talking about this, I think that sounds so fun. But I I am very intimidated by the Olympic lifting side of things because I don't want to hurt myself. And it's very intense to do like a clean and then a snatch and then a jerk or whatever the heck. Gen- generally, like when you're doing like those types of things, you're going to be doing only one. Like you're not going to be doing a clean and a jerk um, and a snatch. I mean, the jerk's part of the clean, but. But anyways, like, you know, in those like when they're competing, like they're aren't they they have to do a certain weight. Yeah. So like generally when they're competing and stuff like they'll have like barbells preloaded with a certain weight. Yeah. And there's like rows of them for each competitor and they all have. So they have enough barbells for every competitor to do every single weight and they have like a barbell for everybody. So they'll have like a lot 50 plus barbells just for one particular event for all the competitors and stuff yeah and then so it's like you gotta progressively go heavier and heavier and it's like so you'll be doing like multiple exercise you'll be doing like a crossfit workout is like basically what you do so you might in the competition in the competition so you might have to do like i don't know like four thousand meters of rowing on like a rower yeah and then go clean a ridiculous amount of weight yeah for one rep and then go do kipping pull-ups for like 15 reps and then like 15 handstand push-ups and then repeat that or like yeah. and then like maybe hit the air bike at the end and then have to like <laughs> repeat that whole thing yeah see i would really want to like i think like everything individually sounds good yeah but i really want to just take my time and like Take it slow. Make sure I'm doing it with good form. And I don't want to hurt myself. I mean, but when you're doing like a CrossFit workout, like a CrossFit like gym style thing, like you don't have to do like a certain amount of weight or whatever. Like those are yeah. professional athletes doing a professional thing. Right. They, they've been training for that event for years or months or whatever. So Totally. And like you have to like pre-qualify to even like get to like the games and stuff. So like they've been competing like all year, everything else. Yeah. But if you're just getting into CrossFit, like you, you can literally just use the bar. For that mm-hmm. particular exercise of the workout, just to like get the form done and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'm not writing it off. Like I'm no, not I'm saying I'm saying, never going to well, do I'm it. I'm saying like it, if anyone wanted to try it though, like that's what you would start doing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm definitely still interested in it. Like I have to fall, finish this program that I'm doing first. I have six mm. weeks left. Might as well finish. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think that this style of training that I'm doing right now is only going to help me be better at something like that because it's, you know, weights and like high intensity and getting your heart rate up and everything like that. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep thinking about it while I finish this program that I'm currently on. I mean, the program's going to end eventually. So I'm going to have to figure out something to do, but even just on like the few workouts that Gabby posted, I mean, it doesn't seem like it has to be as intense as that. Like, of course, you know, handstand pushups is probably the most advanced like, I mean, in my opinion, I think that's something I would struggle with the most. And so I probably wouldn't jump right into that. And if I joined like a CrossFit class or something and they were like, all right, first thing we're doing is handstand pushups. I'd be well, like, I want a refund because I'm leaving right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll have like modified things to do and 
they they know that like most people can't do like that or yeah things like that especially right off the hop and stuff so they probably like kind of divided up like more of like a beginner class or like yeah yeah more of an advanced class and stuff but honestly the handstand push-ups aren't as more difficult as you've seen because like in crossfit you can use your whole body for momentum so like right you'll be like throwing your legs and then like that gets you like halfway up anyways Mm -hmm. and then generally what they'll have for those two is they'll have a pad a thick pad uh for where your head is so it's not like you're having to go like right from the ground technically i know so it's not as bad as you like kind of initially think it might be yeah i think i just want to like keep training like how i'm training like continue to get more athletic and like more functional or whatever yeah which i think is good Maybe start incorporating like little bits and pieces. Like we're like trading off kind of because like what do you I, mean? I was like a lot more functional before. Oh, and you like weren't as much. Yeah, and now we're like switching. Yeah, you're zero percent functional now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like probably some, I'm like scared of like might rip a quad if I like try and run too fast or yeah, something like seriously. that. Seriously. Well, like that's like actually the one thing I'm like kind of worried about is like if I. Like because I have like so much more muscle and my body's pre used to being explosive. Yeah. Like you can like hurt yourself just by accident. Right. By like putting too much force into your body, like by producing too much force. Yeah. If you like try to chase Marcus or Jake or something. Yeah. Like I actually, I actually feel like I pulled my quad the one time when I did that by accident. Oh my gosh. But um, you're gonna become a little bandaid. <laughs> well, I just, you just gotta be like more careful and stuff. Yeah. But I was like kind of thinking like maybe I should, like I've started to do it now, incorporate like a bit more uh, functional warming up and stuff to kind of like move my body a bit more functionally, oh. like w- just for warming up, like for my workouts and stuff. Yeah. So at least I can kind of like maintain some of that. Right. Um, and I have to work on my flexibility and stuff, but I think that the CrossFit thing would be really cool for you just because, um, not even the competitive side of things, but I think it's just like the challenge would be like enticing for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you like to challenge yourself. You like Myself? To, yeah, that's what I mean. Like the yeah. challenge of the workouts that like oh, you would okay. enjoy. Like yeah. not the, like, com- and not anything like competitively, but like yeah. just how the workouts would be like super hard and you'd be like, oh, I want to finish this workout. It's like super hard kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Like that's what I think that you would enjoy about it. And that's why I think it would be like a kind of a good f- thing for you to try. And you could even do it at, like motion and stuff because yeah. they have enough they have everything that you would need to do something like that and you don't actually really need a lot of space to do a crossfit workout right like a lot like i mean the best crossfit athlete in the world trained in a garage yeah well i was even thinking like because gabby posted that youtube video of like a week of workouts like once i'm done these workouts that i'm doing yeah i could probably just try that test her oh, out, yeah, see, test if, out yeah. see, see if it's okay or whatever and yeah and then go from there yeah well there you go Plan, plan, uh, B. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like this is like a good, just kind of like random, kind of like almost random, like a catch up, random, little catching ran- up rambles. Yes. What? <laughs> it's sorry. But yeah, definitely just kind of shooting the shit kind of thing. Well, shooting the shit, huh? We definitely weren't as like prepared for this, but I think that we've been like really busy though. And like almost like, you know, sometimes when it's like overprepared, your conversation doesn't flow as good or it seems like really forced or stuff like that. Yeah, almost like kind of boring, like too informative sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. Like kind of like boring, like more like lecture. More textbook, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't know. I think that this is kind of fun. Yeah, we kind of wanted to just like catch up with you guys, let you know what was kind of going on, like kind of like 
kind of shoot the shit. Yeah, that's what I said. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said it. <laughs> but like, just because we've been having a lot of like things going on right now, particularly. Yeah. So. We Not bad had, things, good things. Just, yeah, but good things, but just busy. like yeah, stuff that's just like drawing like a lot of our time and attention and stuff like that. So, however, even though we're still busy, like super all the time, we are still always working out. Like that's never nothing yeah, ever comes constant. in way of that. Yeah. But thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs>